Now, look, as a teacher, um, <laughs> what do you call it? Uh, turning up, as the kids say. How do you how are you able to do that? I thought y'all was like basically nuns. I know, and I feel like that's what a lot of people think about teachers. We are nuns, right? Mm-hmm. But in reality, we are humans with what? the job. Teachers are humans? Exactly. <laughs> we are humans <laughs> with personalities uh-huh. and wants and desires, you know? Yes, it has to be aligned, and you have to have the balance. You can't mix the two. If you mix the two, then it get messy. It does. Messy. Oh man, it it's so does. fun talking to black people. I tell you what. <laughs> like, yes, the ebonics, you know. <laughs> Not even the. I mean, of course the ebonics, but just how you said messy is messy. Everything has flavor, you know. Yeah. And it's so funny, like. Two, put two people side by side. They're saying the same thing, but one just has a little more oomph, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's, mm-hmm. that's funny. Uh, and that's why I am proud to bleed. Black. Yeah, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, teacher? Uh, <laughs> graduate? <laughs> I don't know where you were going there. Welcome back to What the Frap. I'm your host, Jay Zilla, as usual. And to my left here is the beautiful Angel Smith. How are you? I am wonderful. How are you? I'm the very same. Thank you for asking. So, how you doing? For people who don't know out there, this is my wonderful cousin uh, from Dallas, Texas. Out there. Shout out to uh, the D. Right? Whoop, whoop. Yeah, so talk to me a little bit about yourself, man. What you been up to? What are you doing these days, career-wise, life, all that good stuff? Okay, so as of right now, like you said, I'm from Dallas, but um, I reside in Houston, Texas. Um, I'm a school teacher. Um, I'm certified to teach pre-K up to sixth grade, any subject, Um, but I decided that I will pre-k is where my heart is like those are my babies i don't know maybe because they're babies like (laughs) they just i don't know they they really play on my heart i love them um what have i been doing really i've been honestly i've been trying to like i don't want to say find my groove but i've been trying to be more sociable Mm. in houston because my Dallas life is different from my Houston life, you know. In Dallas, all my family are here, all my friends. And in Houston, I have no family um, other than, you know, my child's father. 
but still that's not my family you know mm -hmm. um the friends that i do have are mainly co-workers you know right. so it's like you know just trying to like you know bring a little dallas to houston you know especially to make me stay so that's what i've been doing lately i've started working out with this group of ladies um just to be healthy mm -hmm. and to stay fit and they are pretty cool you know they actually kind of my birthday dinner so i'm like okay nice. i think i got some friends going on <laughs> like i'm happy about uh -huh. that <laughs> and just being a mom i'm i'm really loving motherhood like i know it's cliche i know it but for me it's definitely i love it. it's great like, that is awesome. I'm working on being um, even better at it when it comes to, like, you know, because everything is on social media. Mm -hmm. So it's like, you know, I'm trying to, you know, mommy and me thing. So <sighs> wish me luck. <laughs> Absolutely. Look, I have four. You, you always have my sympathy. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. Thank you. Yes, ma'am. So, what made you uh, decide to become a teacher? So, I remember when I was in high school, at first I wasn't going to go to college. Uh, my dad was, you know, telling me, like, you don't have to go to college. You can get a, go to a trade school, mm -hmm. you know, and it'd be less time. So, I was thinking about that at first. And I guess. Well, you know, you're in high school, you think you're grown. Like, for me, I've always thought that I was grown, right? <laughs> yes, so, I just thought, like, you know, you know what? I can't live with my daddy. I can't live with my mama. I, I have to go off to college, you know, to get away. Mm -hmm. So, really, college, I decided to go to college to escape. And not not, not escape. I don't want to say escape like a bad mm -hmm. thing, but to, to get away. Yeah, you get know? you some space, and right? Some personal right, space, you know, right. yeah, to actually grow and to see the person that I really wanted to be and who I really am. And I started thinking, like, you know, what could I go to college to be? What could I do? You know, I know I wanted to be a lawyer, but when I had to, or I found out you had to be in school for eight years, I was like, nah, not happening. <laughs> um, I know I didn't want to be a nurse or a doctor, I have a weak stomach. Mm. And I'm thinking, like, you know, what do you like to do? What do you, you know, what, what do you do? What do you like to do? And I realized, like, I am good at helping people. I'm good at, you know, like, I, I really want the best for everybody. Mm. I, I'm good at, you know, being a leader. Mm. And I start thinking about, you know, those characteristics and what job, you know, had that. And teacher. And I'm like, can I be a teacher? Like, me? <laughs> be a teacher? And... Mm. Um, what and I, I like English is like I hate English. I hate it. Like, uh, it's, it's too many rules for me. English. To oh no. Okay, no, you're right there. You're right there. English. I hate it. Literature. Uh -huh. All of that. So I'm thinking like, and then I do have a problem with pronunciation. So I'm like, you can't be a teacher, you know, and you can't pronounce words or something, you know, stuff like that. And all of my math teachers, when I was in high school, from ninth grade, didn't know how to spell, oh, didn't know man. how to pronounce. Oh, so man. I was like, well, actually, I can, you know? <laughs> if they <laughs> can do it. <laughs> right. I'm going to just be a math teacher, not English, okay? Mm -hmm. You know? And I thought, you know, like, what grade 
could I do? You know, and I was like, you know, high school, no, you know, I'm too little. <laughs> <laughs> then I'm like, middle school, I'm like, I remember how I was in middle school, and I was just kind of like, uh, you know. Yeah. That's, that's the you know, week. like they say, you know, it's gonna come back. Your karma's gonna come back, and I was just like, no. Mm-hmm. So uh, I thought, okay, I can handle elementary, and it went from there. And the love that, like, and I thought, like, geez, all of my teachers—not all of them—but I have a teacher that I can say from every grade level, mm-hmm. from elementary, that like showed tremendous love and support. You know, and it was just like I want to. I want to give that. I want to keep it going. You know, like that encouragement, that love. Like it's 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 weird when it like you know it, you expect it to come from home. You know, right. but when it comes from other places, especially school, mm-hmm. you know, it, it means a lot. And like I said, I just wanted to keep that going. That love that they instilled in me i want to i want to pass that on and in high school senior that's when i decided <laughs> i want to be a teacher and i haven't looked back since i don't be nothing else honestly that is great like, i love to hear teachers that have a an actual passion for it like i'm not out here just collecting yeah, a check because same. i didn't know what else to do with my life but really right. enjoy it and it's very mature you've always been more mature than you know your age uh, that's that's one thing I really admire about you, you know, um, coming from where you came from, dealing with the situations that you had to deal with, you know, you matured yes. very quickly. Uh, I dare say it was out of necessity. I like didn't have no choice. That's all I'm saying, like out of necessity. But for you to take yeah. a look at like, all right, I need my personal space. Well, how can I do that? You know, not run away from home or just like go hit the right. streets, right? But you thought it out. It's very thoughtful. Uh, you know, let's try in college, you know, and then I can maybe turn that into some money, right? But then right. also taking it a step for- forward and saying, what can I do to, I mean, what do I like to do? Like, I got a weak stomach for right. this. And I'm not trying to be here for eight years and, and making yeah. a very real decision, but, you know, intellectually, right? I, I really, right, right, that's right, really right. good. More people need to, to feel that because what you felt yeah. from your teacher now you're passing that on to some other child who, you know, maybe come from a similar background and background. they can pay yeah. for it themselves. That's great. We need yes. more of it. That's, that's, that's exactly why I did it. Because I'm like, like I said, they, I look at them like, they, they showed me love. And then here I am wanting to show love. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, you know, it's going to continue to go. It's going to continue. It's a cycle. You know, it's going to continue to repeat. You know, so I'm like, well, let me. What other way could you, you know, not what other way, but what other way could I, for me, you know, mm. touch many people at one time and then for them to be able to touch, you know, people and then it just continue to spread. And then I hope that this love is just going to turn the world around. Yeah. Like, that's what I'm hoping for. <laughs> yeah. See, I, I take a more cynical approach, um, you know, coming from our background, our faith, right? Uh Right. Reading the Bible could be difficult at times because it's like, yeah. it, it's telling you like the world is going to get progressively worse until it burns. Yeah. And then it'll be right. life after life. And it's like, so there is no fixing this. You know, and some people can take that cynical viewpoint of like, then what's the point of even trying? 
And I think right, that, that's right. exactly the point. Like my daughter has an issue with uh, anxiety, you know, when dealing with people. And I said, okay, it's mm-hmm. all right. You know, you pay for the food. You go get the door for the delivery. You know, she's like, oh, why? Bro? Like basically, I, I just told you I was afraid of that. I was like, okay, then that's what we need to work on. That's all that right, fear tells exactly. you. And so exactly. I love that you're doing something positive and you're being an inspiration to your bubble and beyond. So congr- good Thank job. You. Thank How you. do you, Thank you find the balance between mother, you know, a significant other, teacher, social, you know, personal social uh, life, all of the, all the, all of the things. How do you find the balance with that? And I'm big on balance. I feel like every time somebody have an issue, I'm like, you got to find a balance. Mm. You got to find a balance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I think, it, like you said, finding that balance, I think it has to do with, it's, it's, it's all about distributing your time, you know. So if you know you only have eight hours for the day, okay, mm-hmm. what are you going to say? Well, okay, I guess I can give one hour to studying one hour to go into the store i'm gonna give one hour you know here that's how that's for me that's what i do i do, i just distribute my time here and there and how much every time that i give each uh component in my life mm-hmm. depends on the importance it is for me one and what it, like me putting my time into it what is what is it going to bring back to right. me? You know, I, so basically like, like motherhood, right? Mm-hmm. So I know for a fact, you know, the more love and knowledge that I instill of my child, you know, I know that that's going to bring me a bigger return. So, okay, I can put more time into motherhood, right? Versus my social life, you know, mm-hmm. like, that's how I that's how I think about it and do it. And when it comes like yeah, putting your time to get and knowing the output that you're gonna get back, if that makes sense. Oh yeah. So if you know that like social life and motherhood, which one is going to, you know, give you the greater, you know, output, that's the one that deserves the most time. And that's how I distribute my time. That's how I balance, you know, the pie chart. Okay. You know, this only get this percentage. Mm-hmm. This get this bigger percentage. You know, th- th- that's how I, I live. Really, I like <laughs> that's it. how I live. I like it. Giving time, giving my time, knowing what I'm gonna get back. You know, that is awesome, man. I, I usually know a lot too, just to let you know and like <laughs> my words. No, my conversation works. No, I love it because you sound like a numbers person. You know, I, I consider myself a numbers person. I am a math person. Right. I am. I am a math person, so yeah. you're right. Because I'm going to tell you, I'm far from when I I looked at this documentary with Warren about Warren Buffett, okay, and um, when I you talk about the ultra-rich and wealthy thing, how does that even happen? This guy started off by buying kind of outdated candy and reselling it Mm -hmm. for a profit Mm -hmm. in a little bitty Mm -hmm. wagon. He loaded the wagon up with all kinds of knickknacks and snacks and stuff and go around the neighborhood and wherever. And he always talked about compounding interest. Mm -hmm. 
So he, you know, save, he invests and makes this ridiculous amount of money and towards the end of his life, gives most of it away. Mm-hmm. And through him, I mean, at the end of the documentary, they show like a couple of pages of different things that exist simply because he does. Right. You know? So I love that the idea of compounding interest. Mm-hmm. So the more you give in in this and the longer, you know, you stay consistent exactly. with that investment, the more of a return you get potentially. Right. Yeah. Exactly. But that's that's and I like the idea of the pie chart because we are a very finite, you know, being. Mm-hmm. So if all I am is me. Okay, this much goes here, this much goes exactly. there to make sure exactly. you're a whole person. That's awesome, yeah. man. Balance your, yeah. you know, balance it out, balance that, that pie chart mm-hmm. out. Like you said, you, because you're the pie chart. So, you know, balance that out by distributing, you know, your time into uh-huh. whichever th- thing you feel like it's going to give you the bigger um, output. Mm-hmm. That's how I look at it. So you talked about your baby there uh, as being one of the deciding factors of your motivation. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's talk about the extended family, you know, mm-hmm. brothers, sisters, mother, father, all that good stuff. Talk to me about the uh, the childhood there. Like, what are some of the life lessons that you learned growing up? Um, so I am the oldest out of six siblings. Shout them out. Shout them um, out. <laughs> right, shout out to Tay Tay. That's my girl. You know, she's sweetheart. I got D. He's literally a boy version of me. That's my rock. <laughs> I have Fada. That's my like. That's my cheerleader. Oh, she be man. like, yes, whatever you want to do, do it. She got that's yeah. She she my backbone. I got Papa. Papa is my. I want to say Papa. He's like my my. He makes sure I stay in check, mm. you know, like, he's the ba- he's the baby, but I still uh, run things by him just yeah. to get his opinion to make sure, like, I'm not go f- too going too far left, mm-hmm. you know, because like I say, bad will crack me up and be like, go, Just do, do it, just do it. Don't do even it. think about it. Let's go, so, let's go. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, need, I need Papa to be like, <laughs> bring it back, bring it back, and that's what Papa is. And then I have Kimon. Um... Kimon is definitely, he's like the, he's like, he's like, a, he remind me of me because he's so smart mm-hmm. and he's him, you know, and that he's him. Like, I, he, he, he love him. Like, he okay with being different. Mm-hmm. And that's, 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 that's me. I'm, I would be the black sheep of the family because I'm different, you know. Yeah. As they put it, you know, I get yesterday had on um, a work outfit, uh-huh. and they said it was white girl swag. You know, yeah. like I'm the black sheep, and I'm okay with yeah. that. And that's exactly how Kimon is. Kimon, like I'm okay with being highly intelligent. It doesn't bother me. You know, like nice. with confidence, and that's all of it. Like it's crazy. Like having siblings is like. I remember as a kid, I used to say that I, I used to wish I was the only child. And when I got older, I, I thought, like, I, I thank God for them. Like, I thank God that I'm not the only mm-hmm. sister. I thank God that it is so many of us, you know. Them, they, like, they my babies, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, I love them. Like, they literally a piece of my heart, each one of them. Like, 
they are the reason I am the person that I am. They're the reason I am mature, that I am um, responsible, you know, because I'm like, you know, I got to make sure everything's good. Mm. I got to make sure, you know, I'm that, I'm that sibling. Mm. It's because of them. So I, I have to give, you know, credit to them when I think about, you know, the good part of me, you know, the maturity, right. the responsible person. I, I give them that credit for that. Um, as far as the childhood, we was raised by, I would like to say our grandmother. Uh, of course, I'm, my mom and my dad both was there, you know, but because they were young and they were still, you know, doing them. Um, so they would be, you know, just partying, you know, mm-hmm. the average adult stuff, especially when you have a babysitter. Because if I had a babysitter, I probably would do <laughs> you know? So I get it. Okay. Mm-hmm. But so we rest by the great, my granny, and that's literally, now that's my heart. Guys, no, that's my heart. Mm-hmm. Um, she, after like, honestly, I honestly feel like what she missed with her kids. She made up with with us with her grandkids. I can feel that, and it and it was good. It was good that she that everything that she put in us was good. So I'm glad that my parents were out, you know, living their best life because I happened to get good information, knowledge, wisdom from her, and if they. I would have probably have never got that from, you know, gotten that. Mm-hmm. So I'm grateful for everything. I'm certainly grateful for my childhood, um, how everything turned out. As a kid, of course, it felt like the totally opposite, you know, complaining, wishing this, mm-hmm. wishing things was going to be different, yada. And like I said, when I got older, it, by the time I got to high school, I was realized that I'm glad my life happened the way that it happened like i'm glad like that was literally in the stars you know god's plan like i'm glad like i'm i'm strong so i appreciate it i appreciate the the rough childhood the, mm-hmm. the hood living the you know project baby i'm <laughs> proud of it okay project because that's baby. where i come from uh-huh. that's my foundation that that's that's who i am so yeah. I have no shame in it at all. See, it took um, it took us a while. Well, I won't speak for my sisters, but it took me a while uh, first to even find out that we were broke or poor compared to other people. Like my mm-hmm. mom did a very good job of like making sure like we always had food, and right whenever the lights out or we had to deal with the cousins, not cousins like you, you know the the cousins. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like right. It, it we, was always yeah, some sort yeah, of adventure. We, we know who they look. <laughs> That's right. But it took me a while to even realize that we were broke. Like, maybe high school I was putting together of like, oh, okay. We don't have Jordans yeah. because we can't afford Jordans. Okay. And you're not supposed yeah. to get your water shut off and your lights off, right? And so, <laughs> then, but even then it, it didn't become this bitter thing of like, oh, man, you know, it just became this sort of a, a motivational, um, you know, right, platform. Exactly. Yeah. And I was really, really, uh, I like how you said that, like, you're, you're proud of all that. Now, as I'm yeah. older, I, I think about, man, the what ifs. What if? Mm-hmm. Because if you're starting here and you can leap from this level as far as you can, 
right? right. What happens if we start here? Like how much further mm-hmm. up and so on and so right. forth. And that's how exactly. you build that generational exactly. wealth of, you know, ideas, finances, everything. So I'm exactly I'm really proud. That's why I really love your um, you know, what you're doing. Because you're not just affecting you, it's your nieces and nephews and your other little cousins mm-hmm. coming up mm-hmm. under you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they're gonna leave from a larger platform, you know. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I always say that that it should get better with every generation, you mm-hmm. know. So it, it should be, yeah. Period. There's nothing else to say after <laughs> that. It. it should get better with every, every generation. generation. So you mm-hmm. know, as your that's your duty as a parent to make sure, like you said, we we started here and we we leaped up to here. So now our kids will be able to start from here and leap up from, yeah. you know, and then just continue yeah. to keep going. Like, that's right. That's, that's what you're supposed to do. Man, <laughs> I love it. I love it. And so it was switching gears a little bit. We talked about family. And uh, my next question was going to be, like, where do you draw your inspiration and motivation from? But I think mm-hmm. you nailed it with family and your personal experiences. Yes. So let's yes. move on to this. If you are a car personified, what make and model are you? This one is hard. <laughs> and I would tell you because I don't know many cars. <laughs> I don't know these cars. I, I look at it like, my thing is, I, okay, like I did just buy a, a, a new car mm. in July 2020. So I'm like, as long I, I just want the car to have these different, um, what uh what's the word i'm trying to say the difference yes right <laughs> and that's all i care about i don't care about the name and yeah i don't care as long as it got a, the backup camera mm-hmm. you know ac <laughs> radio so i can jam my music uh-huh. push start i drive it <laughs> like that's it but I do know because my dad and my granddad, you know, they are cars fanatic. So I do know a little bit about cars. Like I know Ford's on good cars. Shout out to my papa and my daddy. Right? They was Ford is a not I'm gonna say not good cars, but yeah, you know. So I would say if I had to pick a car that describes you I'm gonna just go with a Benz. Oh, oh Benz. Right? Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's top notch, right? It's it's a it's it's class, yeah. right? Everybody want a Benz. Yeah, Everybody want a Benz. That's right. Right. Or a Lamborghini. I don't even know what them look like for real. So I'm not even going to. No, no, no. That's perfect. I'm not even going to say that. <laughs> Benz. That's right, man. Put yourself out there and up there. Oh, man. I like it. I like it. It's, you know, classy. Beautiful to look at. Drives exactly. well. It's, it's, it's really yeah. well built on the inside. I like that. Exactly. Benz. Exactly. They're... I do know that much about Benz that <laughs> yeah. they are, the, you know, uh, top 10 maybe, I think. I don't see this one. I, I'm going to say top five in my car category. Okay, good, good, uh, good. I don't know that many. So, <laughs> I don't, they, you, I don't uh-huh. you know, so I'm going to say Benz at the, the top five, you know, the cars that I do know that are good cars, you know. <laughs> like you said, the quality of them, yeah. you know, the ride smooth. Yeah, I'm a Benz. You're a Benz. <laughs> Great, man. So, talk to me about, so, no one who comes from, you know, where you come from, right, um, uh-huh. goes through without any scary situations. 
what's one of the scariest situations that you were in that you just and what did you learn from it okay so um this happened my sophomore year of college um hang and it's crazy um, my mom, she used to always try to tell me, because like I say, you know, my Dallas life is different from my Houston life. Mm-hmm. And when I get in Dallas, I may cut up or two, you know? So she would try to tell me, like, um, you, you can't have one foot in, one foot out. Either you're going to be a college student or you're going to be a street runner, but you can't do both. And I'm like, I can definitely do both. <laughs> you know, it's called balance, right? So... <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, you know, okay, like I said, I've always thought that I was growing, I got my own opinion, I, I listen mm-hmm. though, but, you know, if it doesn't make sense, or if I feel like I can fix it or go around it, then that's what I'm gonna do, and, like I said, she kept telling me that, kept telling me that, and hang, I'm gonna say hang with the wrong people, because they really are good people, mm-hmm. you know, it's not, I don't hang around wrong people i don't hang around bad people i hang around people with good hearts so they are good people maybe you know they're just in bad situations mm-hmm. and you know of course you, you no matter how good of a person you are i feel like if when you put in situations and different environments you know it's either sink or swim mm-hmm. so for the people who you know decide to swim you know you start taking on different characteristics that aren't so good mm-hmm. or that doesn't really reflect your heart. And it and may, it'll make you look like a bad person, you know. Mm-hmm. But in deep down inside, you're not a bad person. You know, that's not your heart, but it's sink or swim. So, sophomore year, um, this was, it happened Friday night. I was supposed to go to to college Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, we was at out. Uh, one of my friends, we was in my car. One of my friends had a firearm in under the seat. Mm-hmm. We out, but we are outside my car. Police drive by. Police stop. They said they smell weed. Yada yada. Who got the weed? You know, everybody like not me, not me, mm-hmm. not me. So. Um, I happened to be the only female other than my sister father. She was with me, uh, but she was young. So she was just with me and my friends, but I was the only female that was there. And I honestly felt like though, that the cop was tr- like targeting me, I guess because I was the only female, you know, mm-hmm. trying to get me to tell where the weed smell coming from or who had weed. So, um, like I said, I'm still, down no i don't know it ain't me that's all i can say it ain't me and she's like you know can we touch the car and i'm like no like why is this car we outside the car right they searched the car found the firearm and they take me to jail mm. now i in the beginning okay because like i told you my sister said she's a sweetheart and literally she cries which like stuff get you know, she's scared or anything like that. She'll cry. Mm-hmm. And it works. I've seen her cry and cry her way out of situations. So I say, let me try crying my way out of this situation. Mm-hmm. So I'm crying. You know, I'm like, I have to go to college. Now that I'm, trying, you know, pleading with the police officer. She wasn't going for it. She put the handcuffs on me, took me down there. And I'm just like, 
I am cheating. She for real. <laughs> and then I'm like, it didn't work for me. The crime didn't work for me. Mm-hmm. So when I see for real, I just stop crying. Whatever. You know, it's not working. <laughs> I go down there. I'm upset. Right. Mm-hmm. And in my mind, I, I think I think I'm a, uh, I think I know the law. So I'm like, well, I should be able to get off because once they dust the print for, you know, fingerprints and anything, right. they're going to see movies. <laughs> right. Yeah. So I'm thinking like, uh, I'm going to get off. You know, it's probably going to get dismissed, but I'm mad and I'm like literally thinking about my life and I'm just like, how are you going to be a teacher? Oh, cause I, I asked, um, cause when you go, they search you and then you got to go to, um, like a nurse or something mm. where she asks you health questions. And, you know, I asked her about it, like, am I going to get off? I, you know, I told the situation and she was like, maybe, you know, Mm -hmm. and literally, okay, so I'm sitting in there and I'm, you know, I'm upset and I'm just thinking about my life, like, geez, I'm going to have a, I didn't know if it was a felony or a misdemeanor, but I'm in my mind, it's a felony. And I'm just Mm -hmm. like, I'm going to have a whole felony. I'm not going to be able to be a teacher, you know. I'm not going to be able to get a good job. Now mm-hmm. I'm going to have to get on food stamps, welfare, low income. And I'm just upset at myself because I'm like, this is not, this is not the life that I wanted. I don't want that. That's what we mm-hmm. came, you know, we, we came from that. And remember I said, you know, it's supposed to get better. You know, That's like it. you said, we come here, we need to leap here. And I'm just like, I'm thinking like, I'm not going to be able to leap. You know, I'm going to have to... It's going to be harder, you know, and I'm thinking about how my granddaddy just had bought me a TV and a laptop, you know, to go off with. And I'm just like, mm-hmm. he's going to be so sad. He's going to be disappointed. My dad, mm-hmm. I'm just, you know, thinking about everybody that I'm letting down, you know. And I'm sitting, like I said, I'm mad and I'm just mad at myself, just sitting there thinking. That's because I'm a thinker. I think a lot. So I'm just thinking. I'm just sad. And I guess, I don't maybe... That's what God wanted to show me. Mm. Kind of like, if you don't listen, or you, you know, you can't have two feet, you know, one foot in, one foot out, you can't do that. Mm. And if you continue to do that, then everything that you're thinking, that's what's going to happen. You know, you're not going to be able to leave. And at the time, like I say, I just now thought about that, but then I was just kind of, like I said, just down, thinking about how I'm not, then I'm thinking about, like, well, what could I do? Because I'm, like I said, I'm thinking, like, well, I'm going to have a felony. I'm not going to be able to be a teacher. Okay, so what kind of what kind of good job, what kind of good career can I get with a felony? So I'm thinking now, like, maybe I could be a bus driver, you know? <laughs> I'm just thinking of <laughs> different things that I can possibly do now that I'm going to have a felony, right? Mm-hmm. So, Long story short, um, the police officer, she dropped the gun charge and then charged me with uh, public intoxication. And I was kind of upset about that. Like, I, I, I wasn't drunk. I wasn't even hot. Like, you know, but right. the, and the, the, one of the other cops was like, well, you need to be grateful because right now you could be fighting, you know, a gun charge. And I was just like, you're right. You know, and that was the scariest moment of my life. Mm -hmm. And I think about that and I did tighten up my, my, my circle, you know, Mm -hmm. like, okay, I, I can't, I cannot hang around people 
who are in environments where they have mm-hmm. to, you know, swim or sink. You know, yeah. I can't I can't be around those people. You know, it's definitely high and by, you know, still show love and that's why I love social media because it lets you remain friends without even being, you know, in person or really hanging out. Mm-hmm. And that's how I still keep in touch with those people through social media. No more like personal interactions or anything like that. Right. If anything, they could. No, I was gonna say maybe they could come to you know if I had an event or something like that because I know that my event would be you know it wouldn't be. It wouldn't be anything bad. Right. So I know that, uh, you know nothing would happen or anything like that. I wouldn't. Nobody would be in a situation to, you know, get in any trouble. Is what I'm trying to say, right. and I think about life still, no, because you know they they got the, they have their mindset. So with them being around, you know, being around, it could possibly, and I don't want that. I don't even want the possibility. So you're right, no, I don't. I I, I tightened up my circle. It, it it was scary, but I learned from it. That's and the I'm most important. Glad thing. that God had my back. Absolutely. <laughs> Thank you. And it's funny, I mean, you bring up faith. Uh, when Paul talks about dying daily, you know, mm-hmm. that's what it is. We're constantly called upon to make sacrifices. And I'm sure right. your friends understand that, you know, I have to sacrifice yep. the fun we have. As great as you are, the greater thinker you are, mm-hmm. as great as your, big as your heart is and your intentions. Right, exactly. I have to think yep. about myself, my child, my, yes. my uh, circle. Yes. And which means I have to sacrifice time with you, but that doesn't mean I don't love you. I'm not right. thinking about you. Right. Yeah. Right. It just it just means I love myself more. <laughs> so. Wow, man. People are so complex, because honestly, situations like that, you know, we talk about leaving from higher platforms. You know, I I can think of several of my you know well-off friends who would say like, why did why did she say anything? Why did she just lawyer up? You know, and right. just because there's one I have an issue with, you know, why are they stopping the car that y'all aren't even inside? Who's to say that's even right. your car? You, those officers right. may have been breaking and entering someone's vehicle and searching it illegally, mm-hmm. you know, and to just this whole fear thing comes from lack of information, right? I'm afraid, right. and you're right, I am grateful. I mean, listen how you sounded just then. I am grateful that I'm not fighting the gun charge and I take this little public intoxication when they're just right. trying to meet a quota and get so many misdemeanors so they get their bonuses, mm-hmm. you know? But that's exactly. how the game is. But now now we're able, as adults, to talk about that and hopefully if someone stumbles across this little bitty show, you know, <laughs> they, can, um, they, can, they can have that little nugget, right? Right. Hold on, work with this camera, sorry. Keep going. I don't cut. I don't cut it all. But yeah. So (laughs) you know, this is why I I really enjoyed it. I'm a nosy person by nature. Okay. So I I love being in people's business. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So having conversations. It's juicy. Huh? I said it'd be juicy. I'm with you. Yeah, yeah. And you know, I can learn from it. I can discuss it. And you know, that's what it is. It's the same thing for me as like watching a good drama. On TV, right? Mm-hmm. Like I can, from a exactly. safe distance, look at a situation, put myself in their shoes. It be yeah, and don't have to. It does. I'm like that. I'm like, 
I like being, I like listening to other people's drama. Mm-hmm. So I don't have, and it'll be enough for me. So I won't have drama. You know, that's how I look at it. Yeah. Because it's always easy to look at someone else's situation and say, like, oh, if that were me, I would have, you know. Exactly. Like, so I, I really, I mean, that's the whole reason I started doing this show. Um, I started, I wanted to, you know, record it because the conversations that I was having with my friends and different people, strangers, you know, I was thinking, like, mm-hmm. man, that's good. And I couldn't remember everything that was said, so I thought, like, man, I, I think I'm going to start a podcast, man. So we yeah. can have conversations. And this can stay on to be referenced from you know forever, and um, right. it's really right. it's really exciting because I what you just said people need to be exposed to that, you know how yeah. they kind of flip it to make it you better be glad sort of thing right that's mm-hmm. a mental change mm-hmm. that they put on you to not try to appeal right. anything exactly. you probably didn't follow up exactly. you probably didn't get badge numbers and and make formal uh, complaints and none of that because. Right. Whew, Nope. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know? Exactly. Exactly. I probably knew. And, you know, because I, I thought about it. And yeah. when I was just like, well, just what the lady said kind of played back in my head. Well, I'm going to just be grateful because it could have been. And it sucks for us. Mm-hmm. It does. And like I said, even, it sucks even worse for women. Because like I said, it was like. It was like four guys out there, mm-hmm. me and then Fatter. And, you know, Fatter was a kid, so they not really bothering her. Right. And I'm like, I even asked them, why y'all keep asking me? Like, you know, y'all, like, y'all, y'all know that because I'm a woman, I'm a girl, I'm, you know, I was a girl mm-hmm. that, oh, let's, let's, let's try to break her first, you yeah. know, because she's most likely to break. So let's, let's, you know, get at her and that's. And that's wrong. That's that's like you know being target. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's a tactic to get information to you know uh-huh. to make your job a little easier or to get to you know whatever you're trying to get. You know, right. like it's crazy. It was it was definitely an unpleasant experience. Mm-hmm. Take that. But I'm telling you, that is a tactic that was deliberate mm-hmm. because exactly. anytime you have a, a group of people, um, you want to attack the perceived weakest one right Right. women in general are always perceived as the weakest one and there's a lot of data showing that um you know females or not necessarily females with xy chromosome right we're talking about more effeminate traits which just means simply Mm -hmm. that there's a group of people who like to talk more than this group of people and that can be man woman whatever you know but it really is a tactic to think, okay, this is the person. And the layered tactic on top of that is the uh, the natural instinct for a man to defend a woman, right? You know, and I'm, mm-hmm. I'm a, if I zero in on Angel Smith, like you, you tell mm-hmm. me. You couldn't go down for this. You're in trouble. Most likely mm-hmm. in that situation, the guys involved can be like, no, 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 hey, hey, back up, back up. It was me. You know, even if it wasn't. It's a natural right. instinct to protect right. the woman. So that's a, that's right. why they aim. They they always tend to aim towards the, the females. Female. Yeah. Yep. So I don't know if you noticed or not, dear cousin, but I was a corrections officer for like a hot minute. <laughs> no, that one went over my head. <laughs> yeah. So I literally, because um, I remember coming from, I was working in Atlanta, and I just you know proclaimed my love for my now wife and was like, look, I'm coming to New Mexico. I'm gonna get a job, get a place, and I'm pursuing you with the. Uh, 
you know, with the the end goal in mind of marrying you. You know, I was kind of like right. doing my lay down the law sort of thing, right? So I literally put in applications everywhere, and I think it came down to working in a coal mine out here, and the prison. It's an all female prison, and mm-hmm. you know, they paid the best, and they called first. So that's how I ended up there. I, right. Uh, so one of the things I noticed about that sort of training is like, man, this seems super manipulative. Everything. Exactly. Everything, like exactly. all the training. That's the problem that I have mm-hmm. with law enforcement. Everything y'all do, yeah. you're not doing it real. It's manip- you got to manipulate, manipulate to get, yeah. you know, a conviction in what you want. Yeah. Like, it's not real. It's not true. Yeah. I mean, a lot of it is based on, you know, because self-preservation is, is one of the key factors in humanity, right? We got to make sure yeah. we look out for ourselves so that we can go about you know the business of making more people right uh right. so looking at that you know it's always who's gonna talk first you know that squeezing mm-hmm. effect of like you know hey your girl's over there blabbing about all y'all's business you better fess up and maybe we can work with you instead of her you know it's so mm-hmm. it's so crazy and then when we did weapons mm-hmm. training it was never really about you know be sure be sure yeah. It was always like, they could have right. this. This could happen. You may not make it back to your family. It was like all these scare tactics. I'm like, there you go. Yeah, that's right. I better shoot first, ask questions later, you know? Right. It makes you, exactly. They they put fear into mm-hmm. you, you know? Ugh. Yeah. Um, it's, and it sucks that yeah. majority of it, it looks like, or it seems like, the the stuff, the, the fear, the things that, the, that they're, that they're training you guys to be fearful mm-hmm. of it seemed like that's literally what our people do on a day-to-day mm-hmm. basis you know so i most look like y'all are training them to be fearful of you know black people and but here's just, the thing ugh. here's the thing miss smith it wasn't just black people people all situations when we did those simulations i don't even think i had a black example the, mm-hmm. When it comes down to the black-white thing, it really comes down to um, people's personal experience. The way they mm-hmm. train us, mm-hmm. I mean, this is white guy, well-dressed, and, uh, and boom, dude pops out the back. He has a gun. You know what I mean? It was it was just a scare tactic. But then that melded with your personal beliefs about black people. Right. Can That's be true. very dangerous. That's true. Because there are, That's you true. know, I, I was just talking about this, I think, with Jaylesia. About how just watch uh, Judas and the Black Messiah. Have you seen that movie? No, I'm going to. So I'm about to, so I'm about to watch it. Because, so man, when, when you talk about, you know, as flawed as Black Panthers were, and, you know, we talk about things are complicated, right? There was right. this part where he's recruiting community, right? He didn't make it, you know, they're doing this to black people. This is the Chicago chapter there. But they're doing this to mm-hmm. black people. It wasn't about that. They're doing this to poor people. Right. When you come to a certain That's neighborhood, that white trash dude right there, that black gangster drug dealer right there, that Mexican ch- yep. cholo, like, those are the people. That's how they kind of, you know, melded all it together. It's more of a class thing than a race thing. Yes. So if you have that yes. high, intense, um, fearful training, and you have a lack of leadership in these different police departments, that melded with your own personal prejudice and what you've been exposed to in your environment. Like, if I don't have real black friends and all I see are these black gangster movies, 
that uh, message. Right, with you. exactly. Yeah. So I would love to, because if you watch the movie, you'll see, like, his danger to the United States. Uh, this is how, you know, the government was kind of uh, posing it to uh, their, you know, their uh, officers, right? The FBI mm-hmm. there. That they're more of a threat than Russia and China and their nuclear weapons. The Black Panther Party. Because right. they threaten us in this way. You know, communism, socialists, the poor, the labor workers, everybody who ever had any situation with an officer turned out the way it was supposed to. He was bringing all of them together. It wasn't a black-white yeah. thing. It was a class thing. It was a rights thing. Yeah. And that it was so powerful that he sought to come up with a plan to break it up. I mean, it's incredible. Right. It's a really good watch. I definitely suggest that to anybody. I am. My daddy told me, because um, he has my Hulu account, and he watched <laughs> it. And he like, you gotta, he like, you gotta watch it. You gotta yeah. watch it. I, I, I am. I gotta get. I gotta get yeah, to man. it. I gotta be right mind so I can like really digest what is going on and not just be one of those yeah. like letting the movie watch me. No, I want to actually watch the movie and get information from it mm. to be able to really you know learn from it and add. Mm-hmm added to my life you know in <laughs> my thoughts so i gotta you gotta mentally be there you mm-hmm. gotta, so i'm like i gotta get there let me get there first and right. then i got it mm-hmm. i literally watched it like early early in the morning the wife was still asleep all four kids were asleep and you know i'm just doing some yeah. laundry and i you know with technology now i can watch it quietly because you well we have a roku tvs all over the place so you have yeah. a roku roku oh i can't even say it roku Roku app. Yeah, app on the phone. So where I can just listen, you know, through some headphones. And so that's what that's how mm-hmm. I watched it. And I couldn't even finish laundry because I had my notebook out and I'm like writing, look this up. Did this exactly. really happen? Was this like that? And I really had like a little <laughs> history class. It took me about four <laughs> hours to watch the movie because I'm constantly pausing. See here. It is really good. And I was just like, I can't believe this happened. This is the government targeting american citizens exactly what sense does american like it doesn't make sense to us but to them it, it's like let, like you said let keep the 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 rich with the rich and the poor with the poor mm-hmm. they they fear the poor becoming rich and it's just kind of like for me because you know i am poor i'm like What's wrong with me having nice things? You know? But it's not What's that. What's wrong with me having a person to share? That, that right there, what you just said, is the secret, right? It's not that. They don't care about us having nice things. They care about the accumulation of power. See, when you get yeah, to that ultra-rich, ultra-wealthy class, it, it, it becomes like, okay, money is boring. Buying yachts and mm-hmm. castles and islands is boring. What can we do? Let's buy mm-hmm. people. Let's pit them against mm-hmm. each other. It's a whole different monster of a game up there. But what they fear right. more than anything, because if you look at, you know, let's say the rap, the rap industry, right? You go from mm-hmm. songs of fight the power and bleep the police and all this kind of stuff to bling bling era. It's what my friend calls it, the bling bling era. Like, look at my watch, mm-hmm. look at my mm-hmm. necklace, look at my car, look at my house, mm-hmm. right? Look at mm-hmm. my shoes, look at my tools, look at my 
Fox look at my mouse. I don't know, right? Mike Tyson buying that gum tigers and stuff. You know what I mean? Right. They don't care about us having nice things. They care about that accumulation of power because that's the real wow, threat. Okay. Like, yeah, go ahead, black okay. man. Get your necklace and diamonds. Love uh -huh. it. Looking good, man. Nobody's going to tell you you're a king. You know? <laughs> they don't care about that. But yeah. like we talk about that black power or black power, Lord. The Black Panther Party, right? That political amassing mm -hmm. of political power. power. You know? Yeah, okay. When yeah. you talk about voting yeah, blocks and things of that nature, like the labor unions have a voting block. So every year you see these presidents going, you know, these president candidates kissing up to labor unions, police unions, and all these different unions because they know that if I can get this group to agree with me, that's thousands and millions of people within that group and their households. You know, it's a the reason they're not coming down and, and asking us face to face, hey, what do you think about blah, blah, blah? Like, no, no, no. Right. Give me a figurehead. You know, mm -hmm. there's a reason why Kamala Harris just changed her profile to include her pronouns because mm -hmm. that group of people demanded it. And then right. when you get a group of people together, whew, that's powerful. Right. And that's you what they really point. fear. Yeah, yeah, they don't care about the cars and clothes and stuff. Like, yeah, have your little house and your little car. Right, it's a power. <laughs> yeah, but it's then you get, but say, but say it's you me. and me, say me and you decide we're going to get our entire family to be a, a voting block, right? Yes, and wait, let me, I just want to put this out there for, for the, the people, the rich people that are watching this. I don't, I ain't going to say I don't want your power. <laughs> I, I don't want. I don't want your mind you just game power that you have. Just, just give, just give me some money. I, I, I act right if you give me. If you let me buy the uh, the final thing. Look, yeah, yeah. So I say, look, so mm -hmm. I say, until they give it to me, then right. I'm gonna be putting. I, yeah, cause I sure am. Yeah, y'all right. Keep me poor, cause <laughs> if you give it to, I, I promise you. Yeah. We we coming for y'all. We take it up. I'm letting <laughs> it be known now. Yeah, yeah. you better watch. it this weird thing, I feel like the people who are actually in power don't fear that people are going to, you know, that black people are going to rise up and, okay, it's so complex, right? And I'm not, like, trying to diss or down anybody, mm -hmm. but I think their actions speak, you know, and I say they as a, you know, kind of a conglomerate. It's, I'm, I mean, anybody who thinks along this way, that right. I'm in a position of power, I'm going to abuse said power. And the fear, my biggest fear personally would be if those abused folk come up and have that same power, oh, they would definitely abuse me because I would. It says a lot about right. them, doesn't it? It's right. like, no, we want to, you know, have the same opportunities. I want my right. children to have the same level of education as your children got, right? And then let's have a fair competition. You know, I'm a sports guy. Right, exactly. Yeah. Period. That's the I, I say that all the time, especially when, when I talk about police and black. You know, mm -hmm. I'm like, you guys are using your power to, you know, put your knee all in my neck and, you know, all types of throw me on my back. You're using your power because you know good and well if you didn't have that badge, which is your power, your protection, mm -hmm. you wouldn't be able to do that. No. Because I would have you on your back, okay, with my knee right. in your throat. So I totally, I totally agree with you on that. And I think at this point, like, I feel kind of like 
maybe we should, but then some, I think I was thinking like maybe we should have more, you know, color people or people from our same background mm-hmm. in, you know, that field. And some people say, no, because it goes deeper than it. They have gangs and committees and all of that. Like, yep, board members. We don't even know about. Yeah. Okay, but that's a gap of knowledge that we can uh we can uh actually we can actually fill that gap though you know but right. we first have to know that there's a gap to be filled and i think that's where the real problem with us lies you know yeah. if, if we talk about and again it's not black and white that's a distraction it's mm-hmm. not just about black people it's not just about you know the these systems that are in place are you know the real issue and the trick mm-hmm. is to get the people to watch this hand over here and not look over here, just like a magician, right? Like, right, hey, let's right. look at this little situation here and there instead of the national issue, you know, right. the underlying tones of everything. And it's not color. That's my opinion. It's not color. That's a way to distract and say, like, you know, keep black people talking about black people, Mexicans over here chattering about, you know, their Mexican mm-hmm, issues. Mm-hmm. Like, no, 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 no. It's a class. Like said, it's class it's warfare. Class. It's class. It's yep. class. But if we can keep yeah. these groups thinking like, oh, black people got it bad, then Jewish people are like, oh, but the Jewish people got it bad too. And the yeah. Muslims and everybody yeah. else, are, they're all talking about their own situations instead of looking at each yeah. other and saying like, you know what? All of us have the same issue. We're trying to what work and feed our families. Common? And these people won't even raise the national, um, uh, what's you call it, minimum, uh, minimum wage. wage, you know? crazy yeah so, okay so they don't want to raise it without raising the price of you know the cost of living mm-hmm. you know it's, it's like oh. well if you look at those numbers you, you're my fellow you're my number buddy right if you look at those numbers cost of living is pretty it trends up right that trends yes. up but that <laughs> that minimum wage said mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. you know georgia I'm doesn't not- even have a set minimum wage i think like places like so they, Georgia, they, oh, see. you have to look in, into that. Yeah, because they 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 claim it that is to uh, give businesses the, the right to you know come here without fear of a of a, a federal mandate, and then also mm-hmm. gives quote unquote the um, you know the laborers a position to negotiate. Which what job okay. did you go to and you actually had negotiation power? You're like, okay, they always put on their, you know, I think in a lot of places they have to. And I hate that. I hate Mm -hmm. that. I'm like, every time you fill out a job, it's like, you know, what do you want? I'm like, why do they ask? And they already told me how much I'm getting paid. Right. You know, like, you had it on the the application. 15, you know, $10 per hour. Right. So why would I not put, you know, and not one time (laughs) when I was filling out application, I did put what I actually wanted. Mm -hmm. I didn't get a call back. <laughs> <laughs> That's it, man. You know, what are you looking for? What's the salary range? Uh, Twelve to fifteen dollars an hour. Okay, so we're gonna start mm-hmm. you off at ten fifty. Um, okay. <laughs> wait a minute. What are you doing? Thirty minute break. It's it's kind of like when mom used to ask us, you know, what y'all want for you? Oh man, we want this, we want that. Nah, we got blah blah blah. It's like, what you even ask us yeah. for? Exactly. I hate that. I hate that. Like, that's why I honestly hate filling out job applications. That's why I try to get where, you know, I try to, like, make sure the job that I am choosing Mm -hmm. 
is the job that I or you know not gonna say job because not that how much the school I don't want to have to continue to move around and continue to you know start over and fill out applications in the process like mm-hmm. I don't want to keep going through that so I try to make sure that this location that I met is the best location off the bat right. you know I, I try so far it's been going good though this girl, man. Shout out to him. Um, because we do got like 10 minutes. Okay, here. no, I got you. I got you. We're going straight to the end, and then you can do your shout outs and shout out your socials and any promos that you have. So, um, the last thing I'm, I'm gonna do is Asha or Asha, Lord, that's my wife. I must be in trouble somewhere. <laughs> Look, yep. Angel has one trillion dollars in the bank. How do you fix the world, or at least start to fix the world? And you know, crazy, I, I think about this question, like, if you had money, if you had the money, like, what would you do? It, especially, okay, I got two two responses. So I'm thinking, I thought about that, if you had a trillion dollars, how would you make the career better? And I'm thinking, like, I don't, you know, pay people bills, I'm like, not as petty, you know? <laughs> and I think that for starters, I would hire people with the plan mm. because my plan is kind of small because it's it's my 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 real plan mm. that i actually have is small you know because you know i know like this is my this is my field i know where i'm at so it's small mm-hmm. and i'm like you know i haven't thought big like that and I want to say, you know, because I'm like, I'm not going to say that I doubt that I be have a trillion dollars because anything is possible. Mm-hmm. But I highly doubt that I have a trillion dollars. <laughs> right. So I don't even think like you know, how, how, how I could say the word with a trillion dollars. So I but I thought about, you know what I would do? Because I, I, I asked myself this question. What would I would do? Literally hire lawyers, you know, people with similar backgrounds that people with the idea like i said people with plans Mm -hmm. you i'm so i'm just the silent investor i'm just the funding the people the money with the plan the people with the brains who's you know a little more intelligent than i am Mm. to think and to solve the world that's how i would do it because i know for a fact my mindset is not on that 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 playing field at all but realistically um what i do want to do is i just want to start one business and basically use that money to start another business Mm -hmm. right and continue to start these businesses Mm -hmm. and continue to put people in jobs you know where they can learn not just only how to how to do their job like i don't i don't care if if you know if i have a janitor service I don't want you coming here thinking like, oh, I'm just finna mop and go home. No. When you leave, once you leave this job to go on to do something mm-hmm. better, I want you to leave this job with knowledge for your next job. So that's my that's my goal as of right now. Uh, you know, trying to find, you know, trying to get businesses started. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, right now how i want my business to be ran how i want you know a manager to be so that the employees can learn right. and not only just how to do their job and like said but i want you to learn give our people you know the opportunity because they don't have that you know right. like 
I got some people who just don't know how to, you know, talk to people without being so rough and so harsh mm -hmm. that, okay, I want you to take an etiquette class. Okay. <laughs> you know, yeah. go here, go to a speaker so you can learn how to be, you know, a little nicer and a little softer. Yeah, better communicator. Okay? So, right. So when you do go, okay, you know, you do get up, go like, oh, okay, well, now I, I think I want to, I think now I want to go to this. You, you, you have a higher, a higher chance of getting what you want mm. because you, you have that experience you've been taught, and that's I, that's what I, I, I say I people because I'm big on I people, but that's what we lack. We, we don't, they don't know, and it's like, and if they don't know, then how do you expect for them to do? Right. They don't know if they wasn't taught how to, you know, say please, thank you, hello. Then how do you expect for them to walk in and say, you know, greet somebody right. if they don't know? They wasn't taught that at home. Oh, so I want to be able to give, you know, people jobs where they can learn what we did not learn in our environment, in our poor environment, in our ghetto. What we did not learn in our ghetto, I want them to be able to learn from their, their job. So you're learning and getting paid and you're working so it's kind of like it's to me that would be i would love a job like that if i can you know work get paid and learn and what i'm learning is going to make me better for my future what this is life you know now i'm prepared so that's my goal it's molly if i had a train dollars i would just be able to just prepare our people to be Whatever they need to be to be successful, to mm -hmm. put them in, you know, these politician um, seats, you know, like somebody right. can be extremely smart. Like I said, got, got good plans, but because they don't know how to go about even getting there, they don't even know how to, you know, dress and act. So they they never, all of that is going to waste. And I think that's a, that's the issue with a lot of us. Like you know, not 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 us, but you know, in our, our environment, we have a lot of talent that is just wasting. You know, a lot, a lot of people they could change the world, but it's just they haven't been exposed to. They don't know how. They don't. They don't know how to. They they haven't learned how to. Oh, what is it? They haven't learned how to proper etiquette. Right, going yeah, into jobs sounding like you belong at that job versus coming in sounding like DMX, which I'm a fan of DMX. Yeah, okay. But there's so, a time and a place for everything, right? Yes, they they don't know, mm. and it's just like like I said, I just want to be able to give them that so they can know. And right. now it is so. If now you know and you still decide to make the wrong turn right. then that's on you it's truly okay? on you right on you. so it's not yeah this, that's truly it's not on the you. white boogeyman who's just trying to suppress you and keep you down it, mm -hmm. it's on you then there's i won't feel bad mm -hmm. i won't feel bad that you living in the you know the ghetto that's what you choose to do mm -hmm. so they got nothing to do with me yeah you know so that's how I, that's that's what i that's that's the long-term goal like i want them to say when you know and when i'm in my grave I want them to be able to say her her jobs, her you know, her find what she did touch people. That, that's it. Mm. Like and not just smart people. I want to, and I want to continue, continue. 
just continue to even after me i want i wanted to continue to grow yeah. you know kind of like give me a business you know that's from night eight like where's fargo chase bank right them, them they old but yet it's still here and i want that stay power but i want it to be something that where people can learn and grow and not just from school because we don't learn it in school you know? That is so awesome. Well, look, I appreciate you joining me for your birthday weekend, man. I know you got some good timing to do. What, you want to shout <laughs> out your age real quick? And Yes, I am a Pisces, March uh -oh. 2nd, and I am 26 years old, and I'm excited. I feel like this year is my year. Oh, I like it. Let's go. So be on the lookout <laughs> for some type of um, big announcement. Okay, I feel it. I feel it. Well, it sounds I don't know like about it's, it. Hopefully, it stays the same. <laughs> it sounds like you're just gonna have to come back on the show. Yes, I, we already been. That's already been established. Awesome, awesome. Thank you so much, cousin. I love you. Tell everybody say hello. Love you more. Oh my goodness, you have a good time and just be safe, man. Thank you, thank you. All right, you want to shout out your social you. socials? Yes, you guys can follow me on Insta. Never mind. I don't know my Instagram name. I hardly be on Instagram. Um, I know. You can wait. Yeah, you can find me on Facebook, Angel Smith, okay? From Dallas, Texas. Live in Houston, Texas, okay? You, you, when you see it, you'll know it's me. And then you can find me from Instagram there because they link. Yeah. Call me teacher on Instagram. Oh, call, call me teacher underscore. That's my Instagram name. I know it. I ain't that old. <laughs> I ain't that lost. Oh, man. Oh. That is so funny. Because I don't, look, I don't know mine either. <laughs> see? See? I literally people be asking me, what's your Instagram like? Man, just look me up. Like, look, let me go to my phone first. Let me go right. look at the app. I got to open the app again. I'll let you know. Yeah. Man, just pass me my shot. Don't be asking me no stupid questions. I'm 26. <laughs> I'm 26. I'm yeah, man. Well, thank you so much for doing all this. No problem. Thank you for having me. Thank you for considering me as a candidate. Oh, absolutely.